a democratic republic of sports. The Sportsocracy with ESPN Asheville hosts Tank Spencer and Jeremy Green. I'm Tank Spencer. Jeremy Green is here as well at the Sportsocracy on all of the social medias. Be sure to like it, share it, and follow it. It is uh, it is Thursday. We don't know any more than we did yesterday, um, which is pretty much. I mean, that's story of our lives, right? Uh, just- <laughs> look, I, I'm gonna I'm a level with all of you. I'm angry as hell right now, and our whole fate counts on Nevada, which has been fucking me for the last ten years. So, I don't feel real neighborly today. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> but we strive. My only hope is Las Vegas. Uh, do you feel good about that? Because I don't. No. No, I don't feel good about that. Uh, but uh, we strive forward. We move on. We of, course, got fi- of course you do. Riding with Biden over here. Oh, my God. I'll be riding the fucking bus in about six weeks. Stop that. <laughs> Oh, I'm mad. Oh, oh, if my if angry Jeremy's what makes you happy, uh, the next hour is gonna be fun for you. Nice. Just tell us. Just we'll we'll give you the avenue to get it all out. Oh yeah. Uh, just bring up everything that pisses me off because I got a lot. I feel like uh, Frank Costanza right now. I got a whole lot of issues with you people. Uh, Serenity now. <laughs> we had some uh, some breaking news this morning that the Thursday night football game between the Green Bay Packers and the San Francisco 49ers will go on as scheduled despite the COVID issues. Uh, Green Bay putting four guys on their COVID list. And that's, you know, at this point, every guy is important for the San Francisco 49ers. You would say that. (sighs) Everybody's opinion matters and every player is equally important from the punter (laughs) to the starting quarterback. Look, you you don't feel good. You don't feel good with Nick Mullins going out there throwing to Trent Taylor and Kevin White. Because that's what he's left with now. Because of all of the injuries, they have Jamichael Hasty playing running back, and they've got Trent Taylor and Kevin White at wide receiver. Because Brandon Ayuk has been put on the COVID list. It, this is going to be a bloodbath. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is going to come out and just rainmaker them for four quarters. Yeah, I think he could go out there by himself and uh, and win this game. The one hope they had was that this game got canceled. Well, that's not going to happen. So sorry, San Francisco. Bye. We're pushing on with the prime oh, shit. game. Oh, shit. i got to use this hand. Fuck. <laughs> just another thing to <laughs> make me angry. Um, Dante Pettis was released by the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, guess who he wasn't picked up by? Yeah. The no. team that needed him. No, he was he was picked up by the New York Giants. He's probably their new starting two because that's how bad the Giants are. Like the Giants. Oh, you can't play for the 49ers? <laughs> you can start for us. The Giants already have, though, better receivers than the Jets. And Are you just trying to piss me off? No, I'm just saying I think it's, I think it's hilarious that the Giants added Dante Pettis to their, to their lineup when they already have guys on their team that aren't happy. And Golden Tate is – I'm trying no, to wrap Golden my Tate's wife is not happy. Uh, Golden Tate never said shit. Golden Tate's wife said a whole bunch of things. If the if the wife ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. You know this. Or I, you should know this. I, by well, now. I do. <laughs> I mean, as a guy who has been through this before, you should you should know this. I, I'm a little shocked they didn't trade him, but you know. Right. Well, who who wants him? Golden Tate. Uh, the Jets would have taken him. He'd have been our starting one. Shit, we might have put him in the ring of honor. The ring of honor. The ring of honor. <laughs> I don't think you're putting him in the ring of honor. Uh, you're not that bad. We're that bad. Yeah, we're that bad. We're that bad. <laughs> uh, so you missed out on the Dante Pettis sweepstakes. I don't think it was a sweepstakes. sweepstakes. We yeah. said no, and the Giants said, okay. Okay, we'll do it. Oh, he he was a second round pick. Yeah, let's let's try that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because you know, failed high draft picks. That kind of seems to be their thing. They're turned on by that. Dave Gettleman really gets off on failed high draft picks. Uh, well, I mean, the Jets just fail at their own. So we don't necessarily give retribution uh, projects, but we just screw our own up and 
Let them hang around for three years too long. Right. Uh, so San Francisco goes into tonight. Uh, it, is it, it? I haven't even looked at the spread of this game tonight. It's, it's not enough. <laughs> it was five enough. and a half yesterday. Yeah, that's not near enough. Yeah, they might win this by 45 and a half. Right. Uh, but hey, you know Kevin White getting another chance in the NFL. It's okay. He'll he'll, uh, he'll sneeze real hard and crack three ribs. Right. Get oh, games. it's up to seven. We've gotten it up to a touchdown. It's still not enough. Yeah, for uh, for posterity's sake, that's what the Jets are a dog to New England. But as the as the Green Bay Packers, I mean, do, do you do you even play Aaron Jones tonight? I mean, he's I don't. Does it matter? That's does what I'm does it matter? That's what I'm saying. If he's hurt, if he's they've been him. running a refrigerator with arms and legs for d- two weeks. I think they'll be fine against this shitty San Francisco 49ers team. But they don't. Ha- but that's the thing is they don't have the refrigerator. Either one it's, of them. It's, it's fine. They'll just find another one. I mean, they've been running two fat running backs for two weeks, and uh, I mean, yeah, they lost to Minnesota, but whoopty damn do. Right. You see this table right here? This could run for a hundred yards on this 49ers team tonight, and there's no wheels on it. You can't see that? There's no wheels. They'd actually have to carry the fucking thing. Right. I don't know. They're going, uh, they're rolling out there with, who was it? Tyler Irvin. Yeah. I don't care if they throw Tyler Perry at running back. It doesn't matter. They're going in this game by three touchdowns. But that was kind of my point. Like, right now, Aaron Jones listed as questionable. If you were making the call, would you even risk it to throw him out there? I mean, if he can play, he'll play. God, every word that comes out of his mouth is just so Democrat, and it's making me want to just shake him like hell. Why? <sighs> Do you even risk it? It's such a, there's no doubt that we can win this game. We, just, we have everybody a chance. And a participation trophy, and pat him on the head and tell him they're pretty. No, no, this is about conservation. This is about looking If he can play, he'll play. And that's the way it works in this league. There's no conservation. You don't look at this game. This is a team that beat the hell out of them in the NFC Championship game last year. Uh-huh. Frankly, if they could get Antonio Freeman and Robert Brooks out of retirement, they'd throw them out there tonight. Because they want to embarrass San Francisco, and they're going to. And they're going to do it. Uh, yeah, I, I believe you're right about that. Uh, and I don't know. Uh, they don't need anybody else in this game. I mean – Aaron Rodgers, like I said, I think he could do it by himself. He can, and he probably will. Because <laughs> the GM of the Green Bay Packers is damn near mandating that he's going to. Right. So uh, they're pushing through the COVID issues. Uh, Louisville is not. We had that announced last night that the Louisville Cardinals will not be playing Virginia this weekend in college football. Damn, that screws my whole weekend up. They've got <laughs> God, I was looking forward to watching just god-awful football for four quarters. Right. Wahoo-wah. Without a doubt, the most annoying cheer in all of sports. Yes. Yeah. If you've ever been in a if you've ever been in a stadium full of Virginia fans, every time they go wahoo wah, you just want to strangle them all. Every last yep. one of them. ACC tournament three years ago, two years ago, I had like a, like they were surrounding me. I felt like I was in a John Wayne movie. And every time they did anything, wahoo wah. What the fuck does that mean? That doesn't mean anything. That's, those aren't words. I want Florida State to start a new chant. Wah, wah, we wah. <laughs> Only for when we play Virginia. And they do it in the na- during the national anthem, which Which is so annoying. It irritates uh, the shit out of me. You know what? Right now, everything irritates me. Can we, just, can we do 50 more minutes on airing of grievances <laughs> and things that annoy me in sports? Because there's a lot of them. Like the unwritten rules of baseball. Go. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I could do four hours on that. You can't flip your bat or be real happy about a home run, but if you do something we don't like, I'm going to throw my ball at you. Yep. God, this sport's so stupid. Last night, I'm trying to be in a better mood, but you're not making it easier. How is this my fault? You're the surly one. Riding with Biden. How is it his fault? Give you one guess. I'll give you three guesses, and the first two don't count. It's amazing how wrong you are about some things. Uh, Wednesday nights we had uh, the Maction, the Mac getting back into action. You did pretty well on your picks though, didn't you? Five and one. Five and one. Damn right. Five and one. I think you should know less about the things you try to pick. That's. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what I should do? Listen to other people more often. Right. Because that worked out hey, swimmingly. Hey, maybe he did learn something. Uh, listen to people that aren't me. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> but five and one, it's uh, that's not bad. I did enjoy how 
Yesterday on the ESPN Asheville show, heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, by the way, the Sports Tank with Jeremy Green, um, you were talking about how bad Bowling Green is. And on the first damn uh, punt opportunity they had, uh, the, the long snapper threw it into the damn end zone from 20 yards out. Yep. It was beautiful. Uh, and then when you said Western Michigan wasn't nearly uh, getting enough or giving enough to Akron, they were laying 21, and they just beat the holy hell out of uh, Akron. Yeah, the good thing about the good thing about betting games like that is the lines makers, I, they're guessing as much as the rest of us are. Right. Because they don't know. It's not like they've been sitting here watching you know, two-a-days in Akron, Ohio. Mm-hmm. They're going off last year. It's not that hard to figure out. The one game I missed pissed me off. Which one? I missed it by that? half a freaking point. Was that the Central Michigan game? Mm, no. Ball State, Miami. That's the one. There you go. Ball State. <laughs> the school that gave us Dave Letterman. Thanks for that. Uh, yeah, and as soon as I turned on the Buffalo-Northern uh, Illinois game last night, the back-to-back scoop and scores happened. Putting a, putting a pretty good margin between them, and I was like, okay, well, I can move on to other things now. Uh, it's, but it's a very rare occasion that you get to see something like that. Uh, fumbles on back-to-back offensive possessions for the other team, and they take it to the house. Uh, that was, so, that, so that was fun to watch. Um, but I don't know. I mean – Buffalo is one of those teams that. Are you really wanting to break down Mac football? No, I'm just, I'm just saying uh, <laughs> that Buffalo is one Should of those teams known. that always surprises. We're me. one day into socialism, and we got to give Mac football equal distance with the SEC. <laughs> Serenity now, sweet baby Jesus. I'm not going to last four years of this. I'm going to be 07 Britney, bitch. I'm going to be You've cutting my hair. Shaved your fucking hair. Yeah, because I saw what was coming. I thought about taking a picture of that too. When I was halfway done and I looked deranged as hell, I thought about just taking a picture and posting it on our social medias. <laughs> like this is what 2020. Yeah, this is uh, and welcome to 2020. Right. It's caused Jeremy to take a straight blade razor to his head. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, uh, we are looking at a big weekend in college football, and uh, I think it's a good time for us to do the top 25. I don't have top 25 because there's not 25 teams that matter in college football. Really? No. I, I mean, really, look, look, introspectively look at the, the, the real top 25. Uh-huh. Tell me how many of those teams actually matter to you. I mean, because you got, oh, I don't know, Texas at 22. Mm-hmm. By the way, they are going to get the piss beat out of them this week. Are they? That's my – I didn't realize – I saw this not five seconds before we went on camera. They are a favorite against West Virginia. They shouldn't be. In, in, under any circumstances should they be. West Virginia's one of the best defensive teams in the country. Mm-hmm. And you know what Sam Ellinger likes to do? Turn the damn ball over. Right. I mean, Liberty's at 25. I love Liberty. I'm borderline a booster at Liberty. <laughs> and as much money as they've made me, I probably should give some back. But do they really matter, honestly? No. No. No, I, it only matters uh, whether or not their coach is going to go somewhere. Uh, he's gonna, and it's gonna be in the SEC, and I'm here for it. Hugh Freeze, Hugh where Hugh Freeze goes, the NCAA follows. <laughs> Hugh Freeze has his flame six and zero, oh, and there has been a lot of talk about what's the next step for him. Yeah. Liberty does have a, sh- a boatload of money. Oh I yeah, I almost cursed when I was talking about God's University, and that would have been bad. Well, the chancellor is Jerry Falwell Jr. <laughs> you do with that what you want to. <laughs> I'm going to let you take that, what direction you want to take that, but it's the truth. But they have a boatload of money. Do they have enough to keep Hugh Freeze there? Oh, they have enough money. Money's not the problem. He can't win at the same level at Liberty that he could win at, like, oh, I don't know. Uh, what's, a, what's an SEC? South Carolina. Ooh. Ooh, that would be good. Fire Will Muschamp, hire Hugh Freeze. The NCAA is just sitting at the door waiting on him to get there. Well, we just saw. What are you going to do this time, Hugh? Well, we just saw in the uh, in the NFL trade deadline there was not a lot of moves made, and the, the the pandemic and the weird circumstances that we're in was blamed on a lot of that. And people have said the same thing about coaching vacancies. In, oh, you're in, not going to have as many, football. but there will be some schools like Will Muschamp's not going to get fired. His right. buyout is twenty million dollars. Right. 
they're not cutting that check to get him to go away. He's been bad. He ain't been that bad. But what big program, or do you have an idea of a big program that should make a change? Should or will? There's a huge difference here. Because Michigan's going to. Jim Harbaugh's going to take an NFL job because the chancellor of Michigan's going to look at him at some point and go, we're going to fire you if mm -hmm. you don't leave. Mm -hmm. I think you're right. Uh, I'm not saying they I should, because they should. Yeah, I can see them going down the path. Would Hugh Freeze be the guy? That, Hell no. no. Come on. They're not going to hire Hugh Freeze in Michigan. Right. Hugh Freeze will get a job like South Carolina's the one that's just screaming at me. Right. That would have been the most Texas A&M move ever before they hired Jimbo Fisher and gave him $40 bajillion. <laughs> will Muschamp? No, uh, Hugh Freeze. Oh, Hugh Freeze. By the way, uh, not, not leading you one way or the other here. Liberty's a 14-and-a-half-point dog to Virginia Tech on Saturday. Do with that what you will. That's the same Virginia Tech that allowed North Carolina to run for 500 yards on them. Yep. Or 400. 450, I think. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. All right, so where do you? where's your line of demarcation? 16. 16. Uh-huh. Okay. So the top 16 teams are relevant. In college football. Uh huh. All right. Who's 16? Iowa State. Iowa State's probably the team that's going to win the Big 12. Because mm -hmm. Oklahoma State's got another loss or two in them. Okay. And the thing you got to remember Iowa State's four and two. One of their losses was to Louisiana Lafayette, so it doesn't count in terms of the conference mm -hmm. standings. Mm -hmm. I like Matt Campbell. I think a team's good. I actually think they're the best team in the Big 12. I find it really funny that Oklahoma is two spots behind them. After they got embarrassed twice. Right, but since then they haven't lost, so oh. I get it. What? What am I about to say? What? They haven't lost since then, so they, they're trying their best. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, does that not show that they're getting better? God, I want to just get a butt. I want to get a trunk full of participation trophies for you to just hand out. <laughs> I mean, I'm an asshole, period. The fact that I sit next to you every day makes me look like more of one. Yeah, pretty much. It is what it is. Don't it's care. kind of our dynamic, right? It's fine. I don't care. Fifteen's <laughs> uh, Oklahoma State. I don't buy this team, and I've never bought this team, and I'm going to continue to not buy this team. Okay. And, and I don't know why, either. The, the quarterback's fine. Chuba Hubbard's one of the best running backs in the country. The defense has been markedly better than I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. I still don't buy it. I just don't. You just don't think it's sustainable. I, I I don't. I don't think they're. I don't think they're good. Okay. I but think they're overrated. A, you just can't put a handle on. Well, them. here's the thing. Who am I gonna put in front of them? Because you know, would you like to know who the first two teams out of this poll were? Uh, Marshall and SMU. Woof. By the way, this is the reason that I have 16, not 25, because that bottom nine would be sewer water. <laughs> That I didn't want to waste more than 10 seconds talking about. You just didn't want to give Michigan any credit. Michigan's not in my top 40. Just let that be known. Wow. Okay. Because they're not good. The fact they're in both polls still is hilarious to me. It's the name recognition. It's, the only thing it's something. On. I don't know what it is, but it's something. <laughs> it's something. All right. Oklahoma State, you're not convinced that they're any good. No. Another team I'm not convinced all that good? Indiana. They're 14. Michael Penix Jr. is good, but it's Indiana. You know, you're going to have to do a lot to impress me. And they're, I mean, they're going to have a shot because mm -hmm. they have to play Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State, which they're not running the gambit on. If they do, they'll be in the playoffs. True. I mean, there's no other way around it. No. And that would be the most 2020 shit ever. Indiana beats Ohio State, and we wind up having Indiana and Northwestern in the Big Ten, Big Ten Championship yeah. game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do on camera what Ron just did off camera. <laughs> uh, right. If they played that game in my driveway, I would sell my house. Ahead of Indiana. Shit. Of course you asked me that as I, I was. Yep. yep. Oregon. I can't put a team that hasn't played a game any higher than this. Okay. And I think Oregon's going to be fine, but I, I, I'll be honest with you, this is probably the ceiling for them. They have the most god-awful schedule I've ever seen in my life. Like, their biggest game is this week. Mm -hmm. And I and I can't even, for the life of me, remember who it is. Stanford. Stanford. That's the best team they play all year. The MAC plays a better schedule than, than Oregon does. 
you know, we've had this argument of is the Sun Belt better than the Big Ten? The Sun Belt's a hell of a lot better than the Pac-12. I don't know. That's why USC's not my top 25, no. and they won't be. Well, that and Clay Helton. Any team coached by Clay Helton can't be in my top 25 unless they're 10 and 0. Right. Then they can be 25. And they'll never, and they'll never go 10 and 0. No, that's cool. They're only playing six exactly. games because the Pac-12 was scared of the virus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we gotta make sure we save when we play football. We put our helmets and hit each other at full speed, but we're scared of a virus. Who's out of Oregon? Coastal Carolina. Whoa, Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina's at 12. That's, that's And you know what's funny? To me they have a shot of getting higher. Yeah. Do you realize how many teams in front of them are probably going to lose this week? Coastal Carolina's at 15 in the, uh, let's see, that's in the, in the AP, AP Top 25. Yep. There's 16 in the coaches' poll. There are four teams minimum that are going to lose in front of them. They, they could end up passing. Do you understand the, 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 the catastrophic things that could happen here? We have six weeks left in this season. There's a lot of losses to be had. Mm -hmm. Coastal Carolina is one of like nine teams that still have a path of making the playoff, <laughs> which would be the greatest thing that ever happened. Oh my God. God, that's exactly what I want. Just give me Clemson, BYU, Cincinnati, and Coastal Carolina. <laughs> That's 2020 in a nutshell. Nice. Everybody gets a trophy. Everybody has a chance. <laughs> Coastal, <laughs> Coastal Carolina winning the college football playoffs. Oh, that'd God, be, that'd be great. That'd be great. Oh, it'd be fantastic. I mean, they already won the College World Series, so why not? They didn't mean to. <laughs> it's baseball. They just got hit too many times and scored runs by accident. It's a real good program. It actually is. I, it's, I, I'm, it's I'm demeaning it, program. but I'm not doing that intentionally. It's a very good baseball program. I'm doing that because I'm angry and they're in my way. And they're in your way? Uh -huh. In your way of what? They're in the path of my voice and that camera right there. At this point, I'm just grabbing everything it's and just, yelling at it. It's just lighting everything on yeah. fire today. Yeah, if I see dogs that I'm, afraid, that I'm pretty sure won't bite me, I'll just grab them by the side of the face and yell! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Coastal Carolina winning pretty convincingly over the weekend against Georgia State, fifty-one to nothing. That yeah, and I had the Georgia State side of yeah, that. Yeah, you did. Woof. Yeah, you <laughs> In my defense, Coastal Carolina was supposed to be playing a backup quarterback. That did not happen. Somebody fed me some bad intel. Happened right. to you? Ever happened to you? Happened to me. If the if Coastal Carolina's in the top dozen. That says something about the state of uh, college football, absolutely. Uh-huh. At number 11. You're not going to like this. Georgia? No, they're not that no. low. Okay. Boise State. Why? Uh, you tell me who I've said that you know definitively is better than Boise State. I don't know anything about Boise State. That, well, of course you don't. You didn't know who Daryl Green was yesterday, <laughs> so color me surprised. <laughs> I don't care about Boise State. Well, you're going to have to. If they beat BYU, they replace BYU as the new team that could crash the playoff party. Oh. Do I think they're going to? No, but they could. Mm -hmm. And I don't want anything to do with this game because I have no clue. I know what I think about BYU. I'm not certain what I think about Boise State. And after they just beat a, a Jesus. I, who did they play last week? Who? Boise State. Uh, they beat the hell out of Air Force, Air Force and Utah State. Not saying any one of them great. Just saying, you know, not terrible programs. They're not good. Programs. They're not. Well, they're fine. <laughs> <sighs> Historically better than <clears throat> some others. I don't want to go down that path. I don't know why you're looking at me. Yeah, because it was you I was trying to piss off. <laughs> Were you about to try to say that they were a better program than Georgia? I was going to say they're a better program than North Carolina. Oh, well, I mean, that's not hard You know to that, that big logo yeah. on your shirt? That's that's not hard to be. You say that thing you're wearing? Yeah. Welcomes me to make fun of it? Oh, I'm ready for basketball season. Uh, that's, yeah. That's me, where my yeah, yeah, secret time? Me exactly. too. <laughs> As a Florida State fan, I've never been more ready for basketball season. <laughs> we have... <laughs> We have the oh god, Ron just gave me another thing to be pissed off at. We should be reigning national champions in basketball. Mm -hmm. Oh, fuck it. I hate this whole year. I just want it to be done. Nineteen days. I just want to hibernate until New Year's Eve, and on New Year's Eve, I am going to get aggressively drunk. As a bartender, I am going to get Nick Nolte, Gary Busey multiplied by each other drunk. <laughs> 
Yeah, Ronnie's a bartender, and he's he's afraid of what's going to happen on New Year's. And he may very well be the bartender handing me beverages. Oh, I will. I'd be willing to put my house on it, as you say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it could get bad. It could get real bad. Mm-hmm. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, top sixteen in college Boise football. State? Yeah, Boise State's a good team. Actually, I'll be honest with you. One of the three best games of this weekend. I actually think BYU Boise State will be better than Georgia Florida will be. Okay. You can't keep up with them, and you know it. You just don't want to admit it. I don't want to admit it. Because you got old cowboy hat minute. He doesn't even get the anymore. They took the bullets away. He's like Barney Five. They give him one bullet, and he better damn well use it well. I've never rooted for somebody to be put on the COVID list more. Than, than Cowboy <laughs> Hat? Why? Because you, you know JT Daniels can't be any worse. Exactly. exactly. I can't tell you he's going to be good, but I can tell you he ain't going to be any worse. No. Still can't wrap my head around that. And, yeah, we're probably going to lose this weekend because of it. Yep. Um, there's no real way around that. Mm-mm. See, I'm glad you finally admitted it. Take some time. You just got to resign yourself to things. It's fine. Uh, Ten's Miami. I still fully believe in Miami. Okay. And I think Miami's probably who plays Clemson in the ACC title game. Because Notre Dame's going to get embarrassed this weekend. You're gonna Notre Dame will get unveiled against Clemson this week. Mm-hmm. They don't they, athlete for athlete. They don't compete with Clemson. I don't care if they're playing their backup quarterback. I don't care if they're playing their backup team. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. They're better than they're better than Notre Dame by a lot. They haven't been able to stack up uh, as a program for a while. They always want to be, you know, upper echelon team. Oh, we <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you say? I love that Ron started making fun of Tank as much as I do. Big word. Oh, big word. Echelon. He said That's upper right. echelon, and Ron just started going, big word. <laughs> I'm sorry you guys don't have as great of a vocabulary as I do. Oh, you don't want to go down that path. <laughs> Number nine's Notre Dame. Uh-huh. The only reason that Notre Dame's not lower is because they lost the game yet. They're about to. Have no fear. They're going to. It's going to be this week, and it's going to be embarrassing, and you're all going to see that I was right about Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Any team that can't put away Louisville and play and, and, and plays them to a 12-7 gross, god-awful whatever that was, yeah. They have little hope against Clemson, and I can't blame you for putting them down there because the, the loss is inevitable. Yes. All right. Number eight. Georgia. Because you think they're going to lose? No, because I think they're the eighth best team in the country. Because you don't have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know what the you know what the commonality of the seven teams in front of you is? Uh, they all have a star quarterback. They all have better quarterbacks than you. Mm-hmm. And in a shootout, you lose to every last one of them. Agreed. I thought you would be way angrier about. I'm that. not. I'm I, fourteen. I thought points. there would be more opposition there. Fourteen points against against Kentucky. I, I mean, that's the only thing you have to look at. The offense is not scoring points. The defense has been able to shut down all of the bad teams that they played. I just throwing this out there for all the shit I got last week. Kentucky covered. Yes, they did. They didn't mean to. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't really do anything to cover the number. They just Georgia didn't do much to right. put their feet to the fire. Right. And you have a you have a, I almost called him a cowboy. Uh, you you have a quarterback who can't throw the ball past the offensive line. It's not going to work out well for you. It's not good. No, it's not good at all. Uh, JT Daniels' time has come, and for some reason Kirby Smart thinks that Stetson Bennett is the best guy. Are you are you ready? Are you ready to get on my side, though, about the Justin Fields-Jake uh, Fromm discussion? Jake Fromm was not better than Justin Fields. It was just that he was there. He was to Kirby Smart. To Kirby Smart, he was better. That's always been my claim. If Justin Fields was better in Kirby Smart's eyes, he would have played. He didn't. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you, it's one of the biggest drawbacks I have on Justin Fields is that I think Kirby Smart's a good quarterback, is a good coach. Okay. And he looked at these two quarterbacks and went, Jake Fromm's better. That tells me everything I need to know about Justin Fields. And then he goes to Ohio State where he's got more talent than you could ever imagine, and all of a sudden he looks great. Okay. Put him, put, wait till he goes to the NFL, and he can't make a second read because he doesn't do it now. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields is a one-read quarterback. 
Watch his eyes. He does not go through progressions. He never has, and he probably never will. To me, it's more of an indictment on uh, on Kirby Smart than it is anything. And yeah. This whole yeah. Stetson Bennett scenario has opened my eyes more to that, to go, yeah, maybe, maybe you're not good at deciding who should play quarterback. Nope. Just my, my own thought. So, okay, I'm, yeah, I'm not giving you much pushback. Mm-hmm. Seven, uh, my seven is just me being a dick. Okay. It's Wisconsin. It's just me being a dick. Because I know in a week they won't matter. Right. Because they won't be able to play in the conference t- t- championship game. Mm-hmm. And it'll, it won't matter. And then I'll pull them out and I'll put somebody else in there. <laughs> it's just also my sheer hatred of, like, Texas A&M, who's not in my top 16, by right, the way. Right, right. Uh, and and a few others. There's a few other teams that I'm I'm not wild about. Mm-hmm. Wawa Weewa. All right, number six. This is one of the hardest ones for me. Okay. Florida. You think BYU is better than Florida? I do because Florida can't stop anybody. Florida's defense is god awful. You're gonna score. I hope you understand this. You're gonna score points on them. Mm-hmm. Like the over in that game is. I'm not saying it's a lock. It's pretty damn close. Right. Because they're you're gonna score points on this defense. It's terrible. They have to outscore everybody they play. That's how they got beat by a And M. They couldn't outscore them. They turned the ball over twice and they were screwed. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as they lose the possession, now you have to stop them at some point, and they almost have to screw up. They don't force turnovers. They don't force mistakes. Now, they can capitalize on one if you make it, but they, they don't force them. That offense is electric, though, and I don't know. It makes up for a lot of ills. And look at the Seattle Seahawks. It's the same thing with them. I mean, the, this team is going to be able to outscore every team they play for the most part, except for Alabama. Mm-hmm. So, but you think BYU is better? I do. I think BYU is more of a complete team. Okay. I think BYU is a team that nobody in the top four wants to see because it will be an embarrassing loss, and they're way better than people give them credit for. Mm-hmm. They're five. I mean, just I'll kill the suspense. They're five. I think they're the fifth best team in the country. Okay. They have a Heisman-level quarterback. The defense is reasonably good. Ron gave me a funny look. I'm just thinking of ways Cincinnati. Next, Cincinnati's four. four. Cincinnati's four. Cincinnati and BYU are not losing games. If BYU loses a game, it will be to Boise State, and Boise State will jump into their spot next week. Mm-hmm. And then you and now we have a problem. Boise State automatically jumps to five. Or- they won't jump that high. Okay, but they're not going to lose a game. Oh, if you look at Boise State's schedule, the only game they can lose is BYU. Mm-hmm. And so one way or the other, you're going to have one of those Mountain Westy teams. I understand BYU is an, uh, an independent. But you're going to have one of those teams that's in that geographic footprint mm-hmm. that has no losses. And you're going to be looking at teams like Georgia with two losses and Florida with two losses, and you're not going to put one of those teams in the playoff over them. You're just not. Not in this year. Not where you didn't have the chance to see – you know, conference, non-conference schedules or anything like that. It's just not going to happen. And I've been saying this for as long as I can remember. You're going to have undefeated teams in conference and a whole slew of two-loss teams that can't pass them. Mm -hmm. More and more every day. I mean, it gets weirder and weirder. Yep. But, I don't know. I feel like maybe maybe there's a path. Maybe Boise State will end this discussion for us. I don't believe they will. That they could. If BYU's going to lose a game, it's this week. Okay. Cincinnati's four. Cincinnati is damn good. Their offense is crazy. DJ uh, Ritter is – is he a next-level quarterback? Or is he Lamar Jackson? I, I want to say no and because I, I don't think he is. I, I think he can play a position in the NFL. I just don't think it's quarterback. Uh, but, I mean, you got to understand, Memphis is – and a lot of people are going to roll their eyes at what I'm hearing say – Memphis is a team that scores a shitload of points. Mm-hmm. There's one team in college football that runs more plays per game than Memphis. Do you know who it is? No. Central Florida. How many plays they run a game? Mm-hmm. 92. Jesus. Memphis is in the mid-80s. 
And this is a team that scores a shitload of points. Mm-hmm. You know how many they scored against Cincinnati? Ten. Ten. They got to be 49 to 10. This is a good, good, good team. And they're coached well. Luke Fickle's hung around. I'm telling you right now, uh, any of these big openings next year, Luke Fickle's getting a call. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Michigan, that's the – you asked me yesterday, who could Michigan hire that would be better than Jim Harbaugh? Luke Fickle. Because it's a dig at Ohio State for one, because he came from Ohio State. Right. He went to Ohio State. If I'm Michigan, I back the Brinks truck up to him. I don't care what you want. Right. Because this is a guy that has, if I'm not mistaken, there's not one five-star recruit on this team, there's like two four-stars. That's it. And he has arguably a top-five team in the country. Mm -hmm. It's because he's that good of a coach. I don't think Michigan would go after him, though, because you were saying yesterday, they want a Michigan guy. Uh, well, that's worked out well. <laughs> Ever since Bo Schembechler, that's worked out swimmingly. Right. Brady Hoke wasn't a Michigan guy. Rich Rod was not a Michigan no. guy. No. Uh, first of all, they don't have one. There, there's nobody out there. I, I've scoured trying to find, give me any coach in college football that went to Michigan. Or has been an assistant at Michigan. Or has been anything at Michigan. Right. There's not one that's even deserving of being mentioned. So, I mean, they're going to have to go outside the family. This is like Carolina when Roy retires. You don't have good options. But you don't go out and get Wojo. Oh, I, oh, oh. Well, that's, that's what I'm thinking about. It's the whole. <coughs> but see, Luke Fickle wouldn't be Wojo. Wojo's too attached to Duke. This would be like. Um, there's not a good. There's not a good. There's not a good analogy there. Luke Fickle's the best. Tommy Amaker. I thought that one, but Luke Fickle's the best prospect in in college football coaching this year, and it's not all that close. Yeah. I'll give you that. Cincinnati does look good. Number three has to be Ohio State. It is. Ohio State was almost four. Mm -hmm. I considered it. Wow. I'm not as sold on Ohio State as anybody else. I think they're going to get tripped up. I think they're going to find a way to lose one of these games. Because there's just there's I see too many deficiencies in what they do. I mean, hell, I don't think Penn State's good at all. And that game was closer than you think it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand it was 14 points on the or 13 points on the scoreboard. I it wasn't it was not pretty. It wasn't pretty. Ohio State didn't look overly impressive. Mm-hmm. It wasn't good. But again, they were dealing with what many people believe was a top ten team. Uh, those people are wrong. Penn State's not a top ten team. They're not. They're not a top twenty five team. Mm-hmm. They don't have quarterback. You know, Sean Clifford's fine. He's a good runner. He can't throw. Right. And losing Journey Brown and losing Micah Parsons is that's too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean you've you, you've lost a top probably five to ten pick in the NFL draft on on defense, and you've lost a guy that some people have compared to Saquon Barkley. Right. And Miles Sanders at running back. I mean, you can't overtake that. This team's not good. And when Penn State fell off the world, it killed Ohio State. Mm -hmm. Ohio State can't have a bad game. Whether they win or not, you can't have a game like Penn State had with Indiana. Let's say Indiana had lost that. Let's say that two-point conversion wasn't good. Mm -hmm. That would be enough to, I'm not going to say cripple Ohio State, but it would hurt a hell of a lot. Mm -hmm. Um. Who's the biggest threat to them on their schedule, though? Ohio State. It's not Rutgers this week. Rutgers is that's going to be closer than you think it is. Greg Schiano knows where all the bodies are buried at Ohio State. Right. This was the defensive the coordinator. coordinator. Right. He knows where all the bodies are buried here, and I'm telling you, defense is not as good as you think it is. Mm-hmm. Super talented. I just I don't think Rutgers has the Rutgers doesn't have the horses to to exploit it. Agreed. If if Greg Schiano was at Indiana, oh buddy. <laughs> Oh, buddy, because they do have the horses to exploit. So, Indiana is the biggest threat. That's who I think it is, yeah. Okay. And secret time, Michigan could be tougher than you think. It's the end of the year. He will have figured out a lot of things there, and Jim Harbaugh probably knows that's what it will take to save his job. Yeah, if he even wants to do that. And all these guys are at Michigan because of Jim Harbaugh. Right. Ain't, Ain't nobody at Michigan because they, oh, I just love Michigan so much. Even then, it'll be a, stand, uh, a send-off game. Possibly. Well, I mean, that's that's entirely possible. I'm going to say either way. Either way, they know they're fighting for 
they're fighting for their coach's contract, or it'll be, this is our last ride, boys. Let's have fun and very well could be and beat the snot out of Ohio State. Well, they're not gonna beat the snot out of Ohio State, but I think they could. <laughs> I think they could accidentally win this game. Okay, so top two, it's Alabama and Clemson. Who's number two? Clemson. Clemson Tigers. Still Clemson. Alabama still has the best win. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, now, I will say this. If Clemson is really impressive against Notre Dame, to the point of where I think they are, uh, or that I think they will, they'll be one next week. Because mm. I think they're going to beat Notre Dame like 59-10. to 10. I think this is going to be DJ Ugalele scores as many times as he wants to. The defense is physically imposing. They make Ian Book look like the mediocre quarterback that he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to level with you. If Notre Dame had Phil Jerkovich, who was on this roster, and they let walk away because of Ian Book, I would like them way better. Because he's a markedly better pro-style quarterback. Mm-hmm. Ian Book still tries to play high school ball. He does, and and I don't, I just, I don't like Ian Book. He's like you're. At, at some point, it has to get through your head that you're at Notre Dame, you're with other star players, and Ian Book, his biggest problem since he got there is he's never, he's never evolved above being the best guy on his team. Yeah. And he still thinks he is. He's not a and prodigious he talent. Is. He's not a prodigious talent. That's that's where it is. Mm-hmm. He is he's a fine college quarterback, mm-hmm. and he's going to come up against a wood chipper in Clemson that's going to make him look very very average. I agree. Uh, I, I like Clemson to win that game handily. I do too. This weekend, Alabama number one in the country for the second straight week in Jeremy's top twenty-five. They still have deficiencies. I mean, there's not a team in college football that I can't point at something and go, that could be a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's Clemson, you know, defensively, they didn't look great against Boston College. Against pro-style quarterbacks, they don't look great. Mm-hmm. You know who has one of those? Alabama. I think them in Alabama is going to be an absolute slugfest. <laughs> <coughs> oh, he died. Uh-oh. Sorry. Sorry, I got choked up a little bit there. No, I was just thinking about how sad it's been for Jalen Waddle. Uh, having to watch his team still be this great without him. Well, by the way, I, and, and you know, I haven't had the opportunity to, to, to say this. That's why you don't have guys like that returning kicks. Mm-hmm. Just let that be known. There's a reason you don't see other, any other program in the country do that. He does. Saban does. And, and now, granted, that's part of what makes him great, but it's also cost you a, a, a great weapon in this offense. Right. That I'm pretty sure you were going to need against Clemson. Uh, but still, I think I, I like them better. I still think the talent outweighs Clemson. How wrong am I about that? Or am I wrong at all? You're going to say that again. That you Alabama's said talent, to me, outweighs Clemson's, without, especially without Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I think they're very, very equivalent. These two teams oh, have recruited. They're built they have, the same. They've recruited way better than anybody else in the country. Mm-hmm. And they're built very much the same. They are. I mean, you've got you've got crazy amounts of talent, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. Is I look at those two teams and go, you know what? They're just markedly better than everybody else. Right. All right. Uh, you you know, TJ Burns asked me in the comments, "Is there any other team to watch out for in the SEC?" I still maintain Florida because they can score points at a level that most teams can't, mm-hmm. and that's what you're gonna. I don't know if anybody's figured this out this year. That's what you're gonna have to do. Defense doesn't matter. It doesn't. Alabama allowed half a hundy. How many times have you ever seen that? No, Not because missing, missing, you know, off season workouts and missing camps and all those things. It's gonna come back to bite you on defense. Mm-hmm. And notice that all the teams that were hedging their bets on defense, like oh, I don't know, Penn State, they're owing two. They're owing two because if you're expecting your defense to be markedly better than everybody else's, Cincinnati returned every guy on the team. They lost nobody that, that played meaningful snaps on defense last year. That's the reason the defense is so good. That's the reason I think they're so good. Offensively, they're just opportunistic. But they brought back so many players, and that defense is so consistent, and Fickle is so consistent in his message, that that's why I think they're going to end up in the playoff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, referring to that question, other teams in the SEC, the only other one is Georgia. And as long as Cowboy Hat Bennett is still there, uh, taking the start and snaps, but I think that can change very quickly. So what? what he comes out and throws two picks in the first quarter against Florida, I, I have a feeling that switch is coming. So what TJ said to me was they lost to A&M. I understand that. A&M's more talented than you think they are, first of all. 
the talent's not the problem. The problem at A&M is very, very simple, and his name is Jimbo Fisher. He's doing the same thing at A&M that he did at Florida State. It took having – I can't believe I'm about to say what I'm about to say. It took him having the best quarterback in Florida State history to win a national title. And, yes, I put Jameis Winston ahead of Charlie Ward. I put him ahead of Chris Winkie because he was just a prodigious talent. They have a ton of talent at A&M, and I'm, gonna, and I'm not going to lie to you, they caught Florida off guard. That whole thing happened because Florida thought they could come in and just boat race them because Alabama had just done it the week before. Yep. So they thought, well, hell, we're as good offensively as Alabama. We're just going to show up, and that's – I'll be honest with you. I like the guy. I think Florida's biggest problem is Dan Mullen. He's too worried about things that happen on the outside. Mm-hmm. You know, pumping up the crowd after a fight against Missouri. But, you know, just blaming the, the fact that there was a crowd at, at A&M. Just all of these things. It's, it, he's he's too worried about too many things that just don't matter. Mm-hmm. And that's I think that's the biggest drawback of Florida. Uh, but now talent for talent, they have one of the best quarterbacks in the country, and they have the most unguardable weapon in college football in Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. That guy can score on anybody. I don't give a damn if it's Alabama, Clemson. That guy is going to be a high-level NFL draft pick. I honestly don't think they've got a shot against Alabama, though. Florida? Yeah. They can't stop them. No. That's, I mean, that's the – but here's the thing. I don't know that Alabama can stop them. Mm-hmm. They're they are going to try to win games in shootouts. And I'll be honest with you, the defense has been better the last few weeks than, than I thought it could be. And granted, it's against Missouri. You know, so got to look at the level of competition. That does matter. But it's they're, it's, they're rounding into form, let's put it that way. Uh, and I think they are going to – blister you this week. So Clemson kills Notre Dame this weekend. Do they move up to number one in your book? Yes. So long as they so long as they do to Notre Dame what I think they're going to, mm-hmm. they will move ahead of Clemson next week. All right. Uh, you said earlier in the program that you wanted to get all of exercise all of your demons. So I think we only have to talk about uh, Joe Douglas because uh, Joe Douglas once again he's. Uh, He's coming out saying all the right things about Adam Gase and Sam Darnold. Says that Sam Darnold is the quarterback of the future for the New York Jets and also says that Adam Gase is part of our solution. Yeah, he is part of the solution. Fucking firing him is part of the solution. <laughs> yeah, that's that, as a matter of fact, that is the solution. It's, it's a step one, fire Adam Gase. There, there, there's, there are no other steps. That's it. Uh, go 0-16 and, and, and draft Sunshine next year. This only convinces me, though, that there is going to be a change in the next week. Because it, it typically goes that way. Here's the thing. This is why you don't do this this way. The, I mean, this was the jettiest shit in the world. Adam Gase hired Joe Douglas. Mm-hmm. The reason Joe Douglas took this job was because of Adam Gase. They're friends. Mm-hmm. They were in Chicago together. And Joe Douglas is a fantastic evaluator of talent. And if you don't believe me, look at who he drafted. I mean, nobody watches Jet games but me because they're god-awful. Some of the best young talent on this team came in one draft. Denzel Mims a good receiver. He's been hurt, so you haven't seen him that much. He's a good receiver. Mekhi mm-hmm. Becton's one of the five best left tackles in football right now. And if you don't believe me, look at Pro Football Focus. They'll tell you the exact same thing. Joe Doug is a good talent evaluator. And I think, I think, the only reason he took this job was because Adam Gase was there. And so now he's between a rock and a hard place. Because now the guy that hired him is the guy he's going to have to fire. And he's not going to have a choice. You know, you keep saying he's part of the solution. The, here's, here's his part of the solution. You keep him around for the rest of the year because we ain't winning a game as long as he's the one called plays. Mm-hmm. And I think there might be something to that. Is, I mean, look at what happened in Atlanta. Atlanta became a different team as soon as they fired Dan Quinn. We don't want to do that. We don't want to go 3-13 and 13 and watch Trevor Lawrence go to the Giants or to the Patriots or to the Cowboys or wherever else he could go. Oh, God. We had Tebow. We, we already did the Tebow thing. He was a fullback and he couldn't catch. He's a Tebow. Uh, we, the second Tim Tebow reference he's made today, and I'm still trying to figure out what the – What's gotten into him? I, I think everybody around me is trying to incite me to see if my head will actually catch on fire. Tim Tebow is a that is a naughty word around me. Who, who, who did he say he needed to start for? Was it Washington? Uh, I don't remember now. I don't, <laughs> it was somebody. He's a winning quarterback. Okay, whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, I, you have to say these things, but this tends to be the way these go. You know, you 
the more and more you're asked about a coach, the more and more you know you have to make a change. And days before you make the change, they get our full vote of confidence. Because you want to give that illusion that everything's <coughs> fine. And we're on a path here. Brian, or, uh, Brian Haas said that Gase gave up play calling. I'm well aware of that. Uh, he gave it up to his crony, Dole Loggins. Mm -hmm. That he's would worse. be... Uh, I don't know if he's worse. I don't know that you can be worse. Uh, that would be... Dole Loggins would be like, uh, somebody doesn't like dealing with me, so I let them deal with my wife. Mm -hmm. uh, we're the same person. We look different. We look markedly different, but you're going to get the same answers from one that you get from the other. Dole Loggins has been with Adam Gase for a decade. I mean, it's an extension to the same, to the same means. Mm -hmm. What I'm talking about, as long as Adam Gase is in charge of this team, they will not win a game because this team's quit. I watch this team every week, 60 mm -hmm. minutes a week. I watch this team, and they have 100% quit on Adam Gase. <laughs> and and for Joe Douglas to come out and say this, I love Joe. I really do. And and now that I'm bald, we even kind of look alike. I can't believe that you're coming out and saying this. Like, just just don't say anything. Don't say shit. Just go, eh, mouth words, memory times, and walk away. <laughs> but in that climate, you you get asked the question, you have to say these things. So, if you said nothing, it would be more of a story. Uh, agreed. But you also wouldn't look like a dum-dum when you fire him seven weeks from now. Uh, TJ Burns asked me in the comments uh, about what I said about Jimbo Fisher and, and what I think about Kellen Mond. I think Kellen Mond is otherworldly talented. I, I think he is a supremely talented kid. The biggest knock on him has always been that he turns the ball over too much. Like, he hadn't done that this year. Now, do I, you know, did he look bad against Alabama? Yeah, he sure did. Has he looked real good against real bad defenses? Yep. And I think it's going to continue to happen. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> I don't know. Who, I mean, who does Texas A&M have on the rest of their schedule? Don't That's know. a team that you got to look out for, too. But if I remember correctly, they got some if I remember correctly, they got some advantageous. Oh my God! <laughs> Is it that easy? South Carolina, Tennessee, Ole Miss, LSU, Auburn. They won't lose another game. Yep. They will not lose another game. Uh, woo, buddy. Woo, but I didn't realize it was that bad. Man, if they were only in the East. If they were only in the East. Ba bum ba bum ba bum. Yep. Yeah, they're probably going to go nine and one. I'm going to have to revisit that. Texas A&M may have been my biggest exclusion out of my top 16. I'm going to have to revisit that one next week because they ain't losing another game. Now you have a nine and one SEC team that didn't that didn't make it into the conference title game. Mm -hmm. That only got blocked out by Alabama. Doesn't matter. They wouldn't matter. You're, are you trying to say they would make it in over BYU or Cincinnati? No, they wouldn't. The college Another football one. playoff committee wouldn't look at that any differently. Nope. Okay. Because you didn't make the because you didn't make the title game. I mean, that's mm -hmm. that, they've for years made that a very clear line of demarcation. Yeah, but if they're nine and one and ranked in the top five Doesn't at that matter. point, I mean, I mean they're they're, they're going to be LSU again. Mm. Remember Alabama LSU? They had the rematch for the championship. It's yeah. Kind of the same that was scenario. also not in the playoff. That was done by the BCS, not by oh, the I playoff. Now, the computer might love them. Mm -hmm. Computer models are going to love them. Uh, I don't think that committee's going to love them. I don't think they're going to love it. Plus, it's Texas A&M. Mm -hmm. You know, there's something to be said when you have a human element here. There is something to be said for, for, for you know, smart guys in college football looking at Texas A&M just going, you know what, you didn't play anybody. The one team you played, you got the shit beat out of you, and, and you caught Florida on a bad day. You know, if they play Florida ten times, they lose eight of them. Mm -hmm. And I firmly believe that. That'll be a one. But that is that's something we haven't talked about. Uh -huh. uh, you know, uh, TJ, I'm glad you brought that up because I had not looked at that, and that is incredibly interesting. Mm -hmm. That'll be a one-loss Texas A&M team. Their only loss will have been to Alabama, and they will have beaten Florida, who, if they win this week, they run the table. They're a one-loss team going into the. Uh, um, and then there will be a two-loss team when Alabama smokes them right. like a summer sausage in the SEC title game. Right, but who's the one team that Texas A&M beat? It was that team that Alabama just beat. Got smoked. And they'll get in the uh, – they, they'll at least get a lot of consideration as a 9-1 and one SEC team with their only loss being to Alabama. I didn't think there was a path for that, but 
Yeah, thanks for opening our eyes to that. It's the sports. The more you know. I got to go yell at strangers now. Be sure to follow, like, and share the sportsocracy on all of the social medias. Uh, don't forget to hit the notifications button so you'll know every time we go live. Also, don't forget the link to the merch store. Uh, it, it is in the description of this in every video that we do. We'll be with you this afternoon at 3 o'clock on ESPN Asheville. Heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. With the Sports Tank with Jeremy Green, I'm Tank Spencer. He's Jeremy Green. Yep. We'll see you later.